This is Christmas on WIAM 101.1 FM, The Way. Current events, personal values, political and social issues, technology, wars and tensions. Join us for the next hour to discuss and learn how the things happening in our world today point to God's prophetic word as signs of the times. There are some things that man can't track, but for everything else, there's MasterCard. The world hates hate, except if it's hatred of the Jews. We've put presents of pestilence and plagues underneath our prophecy tree, as Pope Francis tells us more tales from his book of apostasy. Join us as we gather around the fires of global warming and chat about the signs of the times. Our weekly peak at Bible Prophecies that we find in the world's news for Friday, December 22nd, 2023. Our sponsor, Bob Johnson Insurance, a full-service independent agency featuring Erie Insurance products, likes to chat about the right insurance for the needs in your life. So for a no-obligation quote, you can call them by phone at 865-922-3111 or visit them online at bobjohnsonins.com. Or, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what you can do. There's only two ways that you can do it, unless you you want to drive there in person. Yes. And now you can hear us, see us, or share us. Ask Pastor Mark your prophecy question, or subscribe to our podcast. When you visit thewaymedia.net, then click Signs of the Times, or you can do the same on the Way Media app. And now, here to remind us that when your dreams turn to dust... It's time to vacuum, is Pastor Mark. <laughs> Drum roll. Uh, who bought his wife a new refrigerator for Christmas, and he can't wait to see her face light up when she opens. So. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. No, that's good. I, I already I gave think, my own rim shot. I'm no, ready to go. Yeah, but that's good. I like the intro better, a little better, I think. That's I still good. like your okay. intros. They're that's winning right. me over. We're, yeah, that's fantastic. Vacuuming the dust of... That's fantastic. That's really good. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's great. And you're little, you know, great at the end. Your little poems are always good. No, <laughs> I, really, Greg will tell you a story yet, because he's a poet laureate. I mean, you, 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 you are great at putting that together. It's a lot of fun. And so... Overall, this is a this is a smilence plus. Overall, if I had to grade it, this is not that wasn't bad. It just wasn't. I'm not falling out of yes. the seat cackling. We need what we need to do is we need to get um, little uh, little little uh, little cards, little cards for you to hold up with with score numbers <laughs> on there. Anyway, uh, you do a great job. You did a great job. Before we get into our articles and everything that's on Pastor Mark's heart to share, I just wanted to share a Spotify update. With our listeners, because I told you last week that they took us off because they told us that they took us off, that we violated their content policies, didn't tell us what the content policy was that we violated, Truth. no way to find out Kidding. what it was, and said the following episodes were deleted and we clicked on it. It was basically every episode we've ever put on Spotify. So what I should have done, which I didn't do last week, is actually go out to Spotify under our setting to see if there everything's there. 
including last week's show. Really? So Yes. So, so we're on Spotify. So we are on Spotify. Uh, well, I, apparently, I don't think, I, maybe it was one of their robot bots or chat bots or whatever kind of bot that automatically spit something out, the algorithm, or I have no idea. Well, look, 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 as long as we can codify Spotify, I feel good. <laughs> we can we're codify set. Spotify. There you go, for our listeners. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> so You may be <laughs> Let's get into our articles of interest for episode 291 for podcasting. Uh, this is from The Blaze. Uh, Bill Gates and MasterCard are testing vaccine passports in Africa. And the big question is, is the U.S. next? Yes, and I think the answer is yes. And again, guys, this is linking into Revelation 13 with the mark of the beast. This isn't the mark, but this is heading that direction. And so listen to what it says. Africa has long been a testing ground for big pharma schemes. I think if I was Africa, I'd say don't ever come back. They've done so much damage in Africa. As the Vaccine Alliance rolls out a digital health ID, some are asking if this is a trial run for the worldwide vaccine passport. The Bill Gates-backed Gavi, also known as the Vaccine Alliance MasterCard and NGOs in the fintech space, have been trailing, uh, trialing rather a digital vaccine passport in Africa called the Wellness Pass. Africa has long been a testing ground for big pharma to test drugs, which, by the way, Greg, they've ruined lives over there for many years. I know. And programs far from the prying eyes of journalists and regulators. And anybody, basically, I'll add this part, that wants to know the truth. So this does not surprise me at all, Greg. This is a precursor to the mark. This is also, again, a precursor and is going to, I believe, tie in directly to AI and quantum technology, um, which I want to talk about before we leave this. But sure. Israel, Israel, Greg, a lot of people don't know this, but Israel's leading the world in chip technology right now. They have the greatest technology in the world in, in uh, Israel. Israel's the reason we have the iPhone. Mm-hmm. They, they created it. And then it was purchased by Apple. Um, it was, this is a Israel, Israel's baby, but they, they, you know, they let them buy the technology. That's how we have it. And it's interesting because now China is saying, hey, we're going to take Taiwan. You know, they're saying in the news now that they told President Biden in the last meeting, we're going to take Taiwan. We're just letting you know. And we'll decide when we're going to do it. Of course, he didn't, he's not saying anything to stop him or doing because we're too weak right now or don't have the will to do it. But if and when they do right now, the major chip producer in the world is guess who? Taiwan. Well, if China takes over Taiwan, we can't just, you know, that's going to really um, bog down. That'll give control to China uh, over the, the chip system. And so the technology world is already planning to not let that happen. And, Greg, they're already saying right now it will shift to Israel. So Israel will be the number one chip provider in the world if China takes over Taiwan. That's going to happen, it looks like. And, uh, and again, this goes right in line with the AI and the quantum technology. Now, again, AI, this is amazing how fast AI is working, how fast it's going. And I just, I'm, I'm touching on a couple things because it came up as I was kind of doing some research for the show this morning. Um, but AI is, is already advancing so quickly. There's actually a, a, a news station now in California that starting next year, it's going to be all AI newscasters. They, they won't have real people there during their news. It's AI-generated people. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, and so it's already happening. And, and the problem is, with AI, quantum technology is a mystery that even the scientists, Greg, in the tech world say there's something kind of out of this world about it. We've talked about this before. They can't describe why, but AI technology or quantum technology... Uh, for some reason, can do things almost outside of our realm. It's like when you, if you try to solve some of the biggest problems that we have, uh, decoding, if you will, the fastest supercomputers we have 
Somewhere take around 12,000 years right now, currently, to decode those on some of the deepest coding that there is. It'd be a 12,000-year running process of our best computers to decode certain things that we can come up with right now that happen. That's not most things, but that's rare, those rare major, major decoding things. They can put those now in, in these quantum uh, computers and send them out for a few minutes. I say send them out because they put them in there and it sends it away and comes back in like 20 or 30 minutes with the answer. And they don't know where it goes. The, the only thing the scientists can believe, because the, the computers can't do that. What they believe is happening is, is that somehow we've tapped into another dimension. They don't call it spiritual or whatever. That, that The technology goes out there, quantum. It gets it may take 30 years to 30,000 years to solve it or 12,000 years to solve it, but it solves it over that 12,000 years in a different realm outside of time. And then once it's solved, it sends it back and can do it all within like 30 minutes. Now, this is bizarre stuff and the music's appropriate, but this is stuff. Look, this is this is um, very well known. Yes. Discussed technology. Go out there and look it up. If you look up uh, the, the guys, this is not like nanu nanu stuff. This is talked about. <laughs> Everyone, everyone in the tech world that is that is in the know knows this is happening, but they don't know how it works, and they believe there's some spiritual component or something outside of the supernatural component. I believe it, it is connecting somehow into the demonic realm. I think it is going to another dimension, and I think somehow this is where Satan, Greg, I think is going to come through AI and use AI, this quantum technology, to get involved in our in our systems here in the world. I know there's other stories that I've read about warring factions within, I guess, the AI community, for lack of a better term, those that want to see it accelerate yeah. and those that are worrisome yeah. Yeah. on what it can, in trying to, trying somehow, and I don't know how they would, govern, yeah. you know, its its expansion or its growth. Well, I understand more about why they're afraid now. Okay. Uh, let me explain a little bit more why they're so afraid. Here's what happens. Once you put that out there, now remember, the, the AI technology is dependent on the person that created it. It will have their morals. Mm. It, it, you, and uh, When you do something computerized, it doesn't have like a built-in moral compass. It's just a machine. Right, it is. Yeah. So whoever is the one that gets to, to lay the foundation for AI technology, whatever they believe, that's its foundation. And from there, for example, if it believes that you know killing is okay, abortion is okay, lying is okay, whatever's okay, uh, getting rid of mankind if they're a problem, if it believes that's okay in the training, in the way it's put together... It'll just expand on that and grow as that as its moral foundation. So the basically the person is the creator of this machine. So here's the scary part. Okay, you get that going. What, whoever creates their foundational AI, if you will, there it goes. And, and somebody's already working on it. A lot of these, as a matter of fact, the ones in, that are doing the newscast, this is already in place. So the problem they say that, that that's scary about it is this: once quantum and AI start talking, the incredible in, intelligence of the machines can just every chip will be overtaken every computerized thing in the world will be overtaken they'll know how to go and hack everything because quantum can unhack anything in a matter of minutes it sends it away like almost outside of time and comes back and so they can literally just tell take all everything over in the world which all our jets all our missiles all our, our computers cars refrigerators i mean everything that runs if on if it's th- connected yes if it's connected it just takes it all and it can and go in and just it gets so smart so quick and decide what what it's believed based on the guy that did it a foundation wise AI on that moral standard it comes and can implement what it wants worldwide. So I'll think about that. That's freaky. And um and, and when you start thinking about this stuff and and some people believe that 
For example, when you read um, uh, about you know the, the battles in the last days on horses and all this, some people believe that it could have to do with even AI shutting everything down and people having to go back to just use whatever they can get to work. Hmm. You know, so they jump on a horse, you know, that kind of thing. We don't know, but it's very interesting. The technology is is freaky and scary. And get this, Greg, they're now working with technology. Um, well, you know, Elon Musk has been talking about the brain chip for a while. Okay. Yeah, Neuralink. But, yes, but now they're saying. If and when they perfect it, which they believe they will, it's not having the you know, greatest success with it right now, but if and when they perfect it, they're saying that it will be able to work just like your computer or your phone, yeah. and even, get this, even send the videos to your brain so you can watch it without anything to watch it on. Like from your brain, if someone goes, hey man, did you see what happened on YouTube? They, what, what, YouTube oh, there it is, boom, and you're watching it, sitting there with them, you can, they can't see it, but you're going, well, that's great, how did I got to do that? Yeah, And they're saying you can literally watch movies, watch videos. You can do everything just from your brain. I could say, if you have one of those and I have one, I could say, I could tell my brother, hey, call Greg. It'd be like, hey, Mark, hey, mm-hmm. man, listen, uh, you know, we, I've got to be there at the studio a little bit early tomorrow. Let's go pray. Okay, I'll see you there, whatever. And so, I mean, it's, it's mind-blowing yeah. type technology they're talking about yeah. now with AI and quantum. And that's why people are so afraid of exactly. it. Well, and, and also, too, just to kind of give things balance. Uh, as much as are you saying uh, I'm unbalanced? No, I'm not. Okay. Um, I, at least I wouldn't tell you that on the air. Anyway, <laughs> uh, um, it, when you look at like Elon Musk, for example, and he he's a very forward thinker, clearly. Uh, and but when you look at the full self driving technology, just of his Tesla vehicles, it, it's nowhere near ready. As a matter of fact, he's right. he's been sued over the claims. And the, and the government saying, hey, you can't say this because it's not there yet. And that's because full self-driving and that interconnectivity that you're kind of painting a picture of right. where requires so many other <clears throat> resources or other points of technology, right. like, like the improvement and advent of 5G technology. You need a faster wireless Internet, for lack of a better term, right. in order to communicate and do the things that we're talking about. Right. Yeah. So, so we're, not, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. And, no, and, and no, also, too, that. just in terms of AI, just you'll find this interesting. Um, I, I, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Chat GPT. I'll use it every once in a while to ask it questions that I know that I, it'll take me too long to Google search. Right. So today, uh, the scripture verses that we were talking about off the air, I went and I asked AI what the, what the, what the root Greek word, root word was in that verse. And it came back, and I knew what it was, but I wanted to see what it was going to tell me. Right. And it gave me some other word. And so I replied to AI, and I said, no, you're wrong. It's the Greek word blasphemia, you know, and it's tied to this this uh, word in the verse. AI comes back to me and says, you are right. Thanks for the correction. Wow. I will. Be, so, and I've done that more than once with AI where it's given me the wrong answer, yeah. but yet acknowledged that what I, when I, and so I had a conversation with it essentially right, right. saying, no, you're wrong. This is the right answer. It goes back and does whatever it does and confirms that I was right and it was wrong, acknowledges it and thanks me for the confirmation. Now we're okay until it goes, no, Greg. Yeah, I'm I know. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> oh, and that was the sound of your door locking. Exactly. Yes. You'll be staying here until the authorities come, Greg. Uh, oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> Look forward to that. Yeah. Anyway, but, yeah. so all of this, listen, we're heading in that direction yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's the bottom line. 
Yeah, well, and again, I think, obviously, we're, we're a ways away. That whole brain communication thing and all that. However, But how long would the Lord tarry and keep us here before well, all of that relief? Well, what's interesting is, is that with AI and quantum stuff, it could surprise everybody and be a lot faster than we think. So we don't know what's going on. But, but the bottom line is, is look, we're going to all be out of here before this thing gets crazy. And we're not going to be forced to take a marker chip. And again, if you, somebody asks you to do the answer is no, uh, quite obviously. So, we're, But again, it, it's just watching all this happen. It's amazing. How Satan is now um, going to be using, I believe, this technology, Greg, and I think even as I said, I think the quantum technology stuff, quantum physics, and all, really is. And by the way, you know, I when I first, you know, anybody tried to do any quantum physics, I could have told you that was demonic from day one. I'm just kidding. That's because I was too dumb to do it. Um, but anyway, <laughs> no. But yeah, it's it's. I think there is something connected there to another realm. And uh, it's very bizarre, and it may be a way that Satan's going to come through. And I think you're going to see the quantum physics, AI, and all this stuff linking into very possibly the image. Uh, there on the Temple Mount and all that goes with that. So we have, it's going to be quite dramatic. But don't worry, we'll be out of here before all of that happens. Um, very encouraging to know that that you know God is is in control. It's exciting stuff. And to that we say Amen. Amen. Getting amen. out of here. That's right. Yes. All right. Let's get into some growing anti-Semitism. We've got several stories this week to talk about the growing Jew hate around the world that Zechariah and Matthew tells us about. That's right. This, uh, first article, Pastor Mark, is from Newsmax. Dated December 16th, it's a poll that talks about 51% of young Americans uh, believe Israel should be ended, and it's going to be very interesting what you share out of this article. Yeah. It really reveals why. Well, yeah, and it's age group 18 to 24, which again, the younger age group is always less educated. No, no offense now if you're in the 18 to 24, but you hadn't lived as long, you're less educated, and that's why you'll see these polls that have, um, again, oftentimes a more uh, lack of understanding, if you will, uh, don't know history, world history, etc., that kind of stuff. Um, but they believe it should be given, not only that, that it should be ended, Greg, the article says it should be given to Hamas and the Palestinians. Uh, you know, I saw something exciting yesterday. They found a brand new, um, 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 a relief. I don't know if it's called a relief, but it's not a relief. It's a stone with the writing on it, Hebrew writing. They found it there in Dan. And again, it mentions very specifically the city of David that goes back to thousands of years ago. Again, remember they used to say that David never existed. It never existed, existed exactly. Yeah, but even yeah. now it shows the city of, I'm sorry, the kingdom of David. Uh, the king, not the city of David, but the kingdom, David's kingdom. And that just shows that Israel thousands of years ago had all that. It was Israel and they owned it. And they act like that was never there. Like, no, it should be given the Palestinians. It was never, no, this shows that it's been Israel's for thousands of years and you've got the archaeology to prove it. And yet you've got these uneducated, um, you know, younger uh, minds who don't yet understand it. And they don't even know what they're talking about. I quote, ideological rot among young Americans driven by woke values and victim culture has gotten so bad they've convinced themselves to sympathize with actual terrorists who hate America. Senator Roger Marshall said to the Post, which is true, the generational gap became even more apparent when comparing responses across different age brackets. Now, look at this. A stark 60 percent of the 18 to 24 stated that Hamas on October 7th terrorist attack could be justified. Stop there just a minute. Here, why? Because of grievances to the Palestinians. So what they're saying is, it's it's there is a time when it's okay to rape women till they die and break their bones. There is a time to, to burn children alive. There is a time to put babies in ovens alive. There is a time that's okay to do all this. It's justified. There is never, ever, ever a time to do something like this. It is the most wicked, evil thing you could ever imagine. But it's a, a position shared by only 27% of Americans overall. I can't believe 27% of Americans believe this. It shows you how wicked we, you know, how far away we've fallen. It says equally important is that 58% of young Americans in this demographic believe that Hamas would like to commit genocide against the Jews in Israel. So I, here's what blows my mind. <laughs> 
They say they think it's okay, right? 51%, 60% say it was justified. October 7th was justified among the 18 to 24 age group. And, and Greg, almost 60% of them say, however, we also know that Hamas wants to commit genocide to the Jews and kill them all. So what they're saying is, yeah, that, that's okay, basically. I mean, this is, again, you look at Zechariah 12 and the whole world turning against Israel, a stumbling stone. Who would have dreamed that one event could reveal? This has always been going on in the hearts underneath the surface, but now it's been revealed and it is just out in the open. They're finding over there now in Gaza, um, uh, in kids' rooms, books, Mein Kampf by Hitler. They found an iPad. I was noticing just today, some little girl's iPad in her room that has a picture of the, the, the homepage is Hitler. Wow. I mean, I mean, this is what's going on. That it, it is Hitler revisited through these people. But it's the same spirit that was behind the movement of Hitler Absolutely. that's now resurging yes. that that mindset. It's the same yes. demonic spirit. Yes. And again, here's the thing, Greg. It's like God released, let him, he's letting them do it. It's like they were restrained, and all of a sudden, God just, because it's happening worldwide. And it's like God just went, you know, the Bible says the restrainer holds everything back. And, and I know the Holy Spirit, the restrainer is still in place. And he will, he will still restrain until it's time for the Antichrist to totally be let go. But it's, it's like, for whatever the reason, he let go the restraining and allowed this worldwide demonic thing to take place. And, and although it's evil, you know, it reminds me of what Joseph said. What you intended for evil, God has used for good. God is using it to bring the Jewish people to uh, Jesus Christ. Many are getting saved in Israel right now. Many here are having their eyes opened you know, to, that he is their Messiah. And in addition to that, it's driving the Jewish people back to Israel, which we'll see more of this in just a moment, article-wise. But that's exactly what the Bible says in the last days. God will bring them back to their homeland, which is theirs. He will come back as their Messiah and rescue them, and they will acknowledge him as their Messiah with weeping and tears, and then we start the thousand-year reign. So yeah. it, we have, what an amazing future we have, yeah, Greg. It, it is. <laughs> and you know, and for those people that are, are distressed and distraught when they hear all of these things, and, and, and rightfully so from a human perspective, uh, just to remind you, God's word prophetically had told us that God was going to bring the Jews back into the land to reestablish them as a nation. That's and right. that happened through the atrocities of World War II That's and right. through Hitler and that That's thing. That's right. And now yet another Great prophecy point. or part of prophecy is being fulfilled in God's word, and that is, I'm going to regather you in, in, in the sense uh, uh, globally, because the first instance of this move of this uh, demonic spirit that what inhabited Hitler, you know, and, and motivated the the hate that we saw in World War II was for the reestablishment of the nation. So that nation had to be reestablished in order for, from a global sense, for all the Jews to be regathered for what God had promised in the final seven weeks that That's we hear right. in Daniel. So right. it. We have to understand as we talk about these stories, we can't lose sight of the of the of the prophecies that are tied into this. So you understand where we're coming from, and that that our excitement in in terms of what we're excited about is not about the atrocities, but what God has promised after the end of all of these things. Yes, and what yes. A, what a great encouraging life lesson for us in yes. this. God has used some of the worst recent tragedies in Israel's history to bring to them to the place of His most glorious work in their life. So some of you going through horrible tragedies right now, God is going to use that to bring you to some of the most glorious moments of your life. He uses every bit of it. I'm not saying God does it. God allows it, and then God uses it. What the enemy intended for evil, God uses for good, and God makes beauty from ashes. Ashes. Amen. Amen. Oh, you know what? I know what? Uh Uh-oh. I got so excited that uh, I skipped 
articles. So oh, we're going to keep going. That's we're not, okay. We're not ready for our next category. That's right. It's a nice, nice uh, kind of uh, semi-music break. That was anyway. a semi-music break. That yeah. music break was brought to you by yeah. Greg's Incompetence at the board. So We, we meant to do that. Yes, we did. We meant to do uh, that. Israel National News, uh, dated December 18th. This is more Jew hate. This is from a security network saying 199 threats against Jewish institutions in just 24 hours. So, you know, kind of going back to the first thing that we talked about there, Pastor Mark, in terms of AI and technology, now, how technology is being used, yeah. you know, to to display or to further the hate. That's right. And they said they weren't going to worry about it unless it hit 200. So <laughs> that's what the world would do. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But anyway, hundreds of synagogues and Jewish institutions across the United States received bomb threats by email this weekend in a substantial acceleration of a month-long sp- uh, spree of hoax threats. The security community, which coordinates security for Jewish institutions nationwide, said early Sunday that it had tracked 199 threats, as you said, in 24 hours, with nearly 100 in California, 62 in Arizona. Uh, Synagogues in at least 70 states plus Washington, D.C. were affected, according to the local media outlets. And again, Greg, this is part of what we were saying earlier. First of all, this is why we need to stand with the Jews and support them. This is demonic and it's evil, and every believer in church should be standing with the Jews in America, the Jews worldwide, and the nation of Israel, because God has asked us, God has commanded us to do it, and we need to stand with them and to help them. But again, this goes back to what we said, God bringing them back in the last days. As these things increase more and more and more, it's going to drive them back to Israel, which is God's goal. And again, I think you're going to see a huge portion of American Jewry clear out and go back to Israel. Israel, as well as around the rest of the globe, and this is part of the things that is going to be used to do it. You know, uh, as we think about that, Pastor Mark, and we think about that these are Jews that were born in, and their lineage in terms of their genealogy, in terms of their ancestors, in terms of their parents and grandparents and great-grandparents, right. are in the countries that they're in right now. Yeah. The culture that they're in, even though they create their own Jewish culture that they, and that's how they've been sustained as a people group all this time, but yet they still live within these regional cultures around the world. But it's what they know. It's their life. Think about the level of the anti-Semitism where it has to get to that point where it's so overwhelming for them to let go of everything that they know. That's right. And that has been a security to them in terms of their life and their livelihood yeah. and everything they've known to run to a nation, even though they know that ancestrally that's where they're from. Yep. But they're willing to do it not knowing what that's going to mean that's other right. than in their hearts they know I will be or they believe that I will be safe there once I go there. That's right. You're right, Greg. It's amazing to think uh, about that. What is the boiling point? You know, yes, what, exactly. what is that? But here's, here's, here's an interesting thing on that. I've been hearing some of the other Jews around the world articles saying this. Don't wait as long as you did in mm. World War One. I, I mean, World War Two. Yeah. Don't wait because you sat in certain places around the world and you waited. You sat in Germany. You sat. You waited. You didn't come back to either go to America because then at that time they at couldn't that time, really go to Israel. Yeah. Heaven, yeah. But whatever. You just to get out of there. He said, "Now you've got a place you can go." Is what they're saying. You have a homeland, and 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 get out of there before it gets too bad. So I think at least the antennas are up. To be more aware than they were the first time around, and hopefully they'll respond that way. But our job is, while they're still here, is to protect them and to stand with them. And then, uh, again, God's going to use that to bring them back to the land, because he says that in Jeremiah twenty nine fourteen, which we're going to see again more of this as yeah. we talked about. Well, uh, and this next article really just uh, it reinforces what we've, what we've been saying. This is from the Jerusalem Post. This is a poll taken. Nearly half of United Kingdom Jews... 
have considered leaving due to anti-Semitism. Now, we've got percentages. I'm just wondering what the pop count is, the population yeah, count is. When we're talking about half of, half of what? Half of a million Jews, 500,000 Jews. I mean, I don't know what that means. We see percentages here, but I don't know if it's got a, a numerical statistic in terms of their population. Uh, you know, there is a number. I, again, it's interesting. They didn't give us the exact number here, okay. Greg, but according to, again, um, the uh, British Jews in, in Wikipedia, trying to look real quick to see uh, what's going on, to see uh, what was it? Well, I'll try to find that in a minute. Let me get back to the article here. I'll see if I can get a number for you. Okay. But this is interesting, Greg, because whether whatever the number is, you're talking about half of the people that are established in their homes and their lives, like you just talked about, are going, hey, we may have to pull up roots and start over that's a scary thought well you know what it it has to be bad for you to want to do that exactly it says nearly half of british jews have considered leaving uk since october 7th due to anti-semitism according to polling data collected by the campaign against anti-semitism four out of five jews surveyed were identified identified themselves as zionists that's simply you know zionist by the way that just means you believe the land of israel belongs to the jews god is a zionist I just want to say that right now. God is a Zionist. He says the land belongs to the Jews. So if somebody has a problem with Zionism, you've got a problem with God. Based on <laughs> the true. CAA survey data, 69% of UK Jews agree, 40% of them strongly, that they were less likely than they were before October 7th uh, to show visible signs of their Jewishness, such as wearing a Star of David or a kippah. Uh, another 15% disagreed, and did, uh, and the rest did not say. Also, since the Hamas massacre in southern Israel, almost half, 48% of respondents, including 70% who strongly agreed, affirmed that they considered leaving the UK due to anti-Semitism, and just uh, over um, a third uh, disagreed, if you will. So, again, very interesting, Greg, to see this. I mean, when you talk about it, uh, uh, you know, it's amazing uh, to see how many this would really uh, entail, um, as far as the numbers go, but again, according to one article here, the numbers have been growing recently in the UK. They've actually gotten larger in the UK. Here's what it is. Those identified by Jewish religion increased from 265,000 in the UK in 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm sorry, in 2011 to 271,327 in last year's survey. So you've got, um, that's just the increase of those identified uh, Jewish by religion. So you've got 271,000 would be kind of, like, I guess, a rough number, I guess, if they all c- consider themselves by religion, I'm not sure how that would break out exactly, but either way, um, it says fewer than half of those in England or Wales identified as Christian, 27.5 million, uh, a fall from 59.3. But uh, either way, you've got a large number. That kind of gives an idea of how many of the Jews there, you know, to, if, if we go with a number of 271,000 or somewhere around there, even to round it up, 300,000, because I'm not sure if this number is complete with just glancing at the article. I mean, you're talking about anywhere from 130 to 150,000. That wouldn't be that many, would it? Yeah, if it was 300,000, you know, 130 to 150,000 people saying we're going to move back to, to the Holy Land out of Britain. I and mean, that's huge. That would be like, I think maybe, I don't know what our, our statistics are here in Knoxville, but I think that would be like half of Knoxville's population yeah. probably leaving. I mean, that's massive. That's, that's massive. That's massive. So try to imagine if half of Knoxville, you know, said, you know what, we're going to. Yeah. Well, again, that's only of the Jews. That's not all of Britain. So right. I guess that wouldn't be a fair comparison to half of Knoxville, but either way. But I mean, just to give you in the the, the, oh, the the numbers, the numbers, the numbers. Yeah, I mean the numbers to imagine half of Knoxville like leaving. You would I, notice that. I think Knoxville proper is what something like one hundred seventy thousand. Knoxville proper 
And then it's like 600,000 outside of that. And, I don't know. It's, it's changed area. so much since COVID. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think it's yeah. gotten quite a bit larger, six yeah. to 700,000 in our surrounding larger area, but I only like maybe 170,000 in, in, in Knoxville proper. And if I'm wrong on that, you don't, you don't have to call and correct me. Just look it up. But <laughs> we're yeah. somewhere in the ballpark. <laughs> I'm not going to fight with you over it. But either way, imagine that's a huge yeah. number of people yeah. that are picking up and leaving. Uh, that's Nayland Stadium once in, and a half. Yeah. A lot All of right. people. Uh, or maybe a little bit of yeah. something like that. Just saying they're all going to move and leave their homes. That, yeah. That's huge. It's huge. Huge. That is Pastor Mark Kirk, who is helping us understand the signs of the times. This is our weekly review of Bible prophecy in the world's news on WIAMLP Knoxville. We are a weekly radio broadcast that will become podcast number 291, available to subscribe and listen through wherever you get your podcasts. And now it's time. You've got me. We've got a couple of listener questions this week, Pastor Mark. Our first one comes from Jenny, and she says, why Israel? It's a great segue from what we've just been talking about. Yes. She says, I have heard a few different opinions and can't seem to find an answer. I am wondering if we know why God chose Israel to be his chosen people. Yeah. We know he could have chosen any race or ethnic group. Also, does he tell us why there is a chosen group of people instead of just all people? Yeah. Well, and and that's good because we need to understand, number one, let's just say why God would choose any people group. The only reason God chose a people group was somebody had to be the one to bring in the Messiah. Somebody. Whether it was Americans, Irish, Russians, Jews, go down the list. There had to be a people group chosen because they were all divided up in the world right. to bring the Messiah in. So why a people group? Just because one had to be chosen for the Messiah. Well, and also, too, to add to that, before that, they were the standard bearer and the carrier of the law, yeah, the Ten Commandments. Yes. And so, so, uh, so God used that for that. And then, so not only the people to carry the law, but also to bring in the fulfillment of of the law. Yes. <laughs> so both of those things together. Yes. Yeah. And, the, and the other reason is why did God choose, why did God specifically choose uh, the nation of Israel versus any other nation? Because of Abraham. It all boils down, the scripture says, to, to Abraham's Abraham. faithfulness and love for God. So faithful, so loving was Abraham, he was willing to sacrifice his own child for God's sake. And, and, is, it, and again, not to sacrifice a child, his only child. Now, I know you talk about Ishmael, yes, but I mean, only child that he had, because Israel was sent away, and the one that God was chosen. And God said, because you've done this, as a matter of fact, he says, he says, you know, Abraham, in Genesis 22, um, God says, now, you know, because you've done this, the angel of the Lord came a second time out of heaven and said, by myself I've sworn, Abraham, says the Lord, because you've done this thing, that is, and you've not withheld your son, your only son, because it was a picture of God giving his son to, to the earth and mankind, he says, blessing, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and the sand which is on the seashore. Your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. And in your seed, that is the Jewish people, through you, Abraham, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. And how's that? Because the Messiah. Because, here it is, here it is, because you have obeyed my voice. So why did God choose the Jews? Abraham. And it was because Abraham not only obeyed, he obeyed with the greatest sacrifice you could ever make. Let me say this as a father. Mm. Which is a greater sacrifice? Me killing myself or my children? It would be killing my children would be a greater sacrifice because I love them more than I love myself. And I'd rather me die. I'd rather be dead than to see my children dead. Abraham did that. Abraham said, I will put my own child to death 
for the sake of the God that I love and know, because I know he's better even than that. And he's got some plan in place. And he said, oh, my goodness, Abraham, you mm. are you. You're my choice. It'll be through the Jewish people. It'll be through you because I had to choose some people group had to be one. There had to be a people group and I'm going to choose you. And through you now, I'm going to build this nation and bring the Messiah. That's why the nation of Israel. That's why a people group. Yeah, that's a wonderful explanation. Yes. And a great question. And and a great question and a great truth that we need to always remember. All right, Pastor Mark, our next question comes from Barry here in Knoxville. And his question is regarding pharmacia in relation to prophecy. He says, I recently saw where Pfizer purchased a company that specializes in the treatment of fast-growing or turbo cancers. There are several case studies out now where turbo cancers are linked to multiple COVID shots and boosters, while the mainstream media and drug companies deny any causation for their products. And, of course, he gives us a link for you to go and look at this. Um, He says... Pharmacia appears in Galatians and Revelation relating to how Satan can use medicines, uh, psychoactives, and poisons to keep non-believers from the truth about Jesus. His question is this, is this part of the deception in the latter days that the Bible talks about? You know, yeah, yeah, let me just say, it's interesting. First of all, that whole term, it's my understanding that term turbo cancer didn't even exist until after the the, um, the COVID shots came out. It was, it's not a part of the normal... Yeah, I never heard tr- of it yeah, before no, either, it, yeah. It came into existence after that. It's a new phenomenon yeah. that we're seeing. And, and not to get sidetracked in that, I'll just say this. Um, I do believe that pharmacia, very clearly, pharmacia is spoken of in Revelation a couple of times as uh, something that's going to be very prevalent in the last days and of course where pharmacia comes from is the where we get pharmacy pharmaceuticals so seeing the pharmaceuticals now advancing not just from pills and all that and the shots that we already have but now into other shots and now going into mrna technologies and dna uh, now they're saying these things are changing people's dna and all that so uh, yes we see pharmacia getting very involved and that's exactly what the bible said would happen so the answer is yes i do believe we're going to see pharmacia used more and more pharmaceuticals in the last days um as uh, satan uses that and, and i think a reason to use it is not just um you could you could mention all kinds of nefarious reasons but there is interesting in the scripture uh pharmaceuticals are connected to the demonic realm witchcraft yeah it's connected to witchcraft and the demonic realm so there is something it doesn't mean that you know penicillin's bad if you have a sore throat or whatever i'm not saying that all the pharmaceutical drugs are, are all all bad yeah but i'm saying there is when it comes to the use of pharmaceuticals if not used in the proper way there is a link biblically to the demonic realm, and I think Satan's going to use it. Well, you know, and you go back and I think about the psychotropic drugs is often what we think about when we think about pharmacia in terms of the enemy's plan. And, of course, it came out of Yuval Noah Harari's mouth, you know, from the World Economic Forum. You know, how are we how are we going to control what did they call the the mouth eaters or the uh, what is useless the, eaters, useless eaters. Thank you. Um, we're going to control them through drug use and video games. Yeah, get them drugged up and let them yeah. play this little, you know, exactly. What a reality, reality goggles Come or whatever. On. Yeah, what's yes. it called? Uh, anyway. Yeah, but it, but video games essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so we see that, and that's often what we associate when we think about pharmacia. Yeah. But yet now we see a different type of pharmacia that came through COVID, and it really it still fits in with the enemy's agenda, which is what Jesus told us what the yeah. enemy's agenda is. Yeah, it's to come and to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Yeah. So 
It's just another aspect of pharmacia. And, Greg, I do want to make an observation. I'm not yeah. saying this is what this is, but it's interesting no. to me to see if they continue this path of just making new shots for everything and yes. making everybody get a bunch of new a shots. A vaccine for, for everything. Yeah. You know, in, in Revelation, after the church is gone, so be encouraged, church, but after the church is gone, you see that sores break out on everyone. Yes, that's true. One of the plagues is sores breaking out all over the body and the tongue being so... Yes. They're, they're gnawing their tongues for the pain or whatever. And, I, and you wonder, if, if we continue injecting a bunch of foreign things into our bodies and they keep trying to come up with all these things, you wonder, when is the body going to start just rebelling and just start, you know, seeing? I wonder if there's some connection to some of these plagues that God's going to bring that maybe even kind of the foundation being laid even now. Only time will tell. We'll see. Yeah. Well, Jenny and Barry, thank you for your questions. And if you've got a question like Jenny and Barry, just reach out to us at thewaymedia.net or the Way Media app and click on Signs of the Times. Now, that music I played earlier, Pastor Mark... Here it goes. It's meant to be played right now. There you go. I jumped the gun probably about 20 minutes. It's all right. All right. It's time for our smorgasbord of yuck, uh, pestilence, plagues, disasters, and corruption. Our first yuck comes from NBC News. Uh, This article is dated December 13th. The dengue uh, cases are breaking records in the Americas amid warmer temperatures. And please explain to people that don't know what dengue is, what it is. Yes. And uh, and actually, it may be pronounced dengue. I'm not sure, Greg, but I Uh, I think dengue fever. Is it dengue fever? Oh, I I looked it up. Maybe I'm I'm, You're the man. I've I've only heard dengue fever. Maybe it's dengue and not not, not dengue. Denji. We better look before the show's Denji. over. Everybody's going to write and tell us what it is. Well, we'll, that's we'll, right. We'll you want to go ahead and write us in on yeah, that. No, one. that's good. Well, I'm going to yeah. look it up. We need that. audience participation. Well, either way, this fever, this fever, yes. D fever, is, <laughs> spread, is sweeping across. D fever. I have D fever. Is sweeping across the Western Hemisphere in numbers not seen since record keeping began four decades ago. I, again, this is Puerto Rico. Yes. With experts warning yeah. that rising temperatures and rapid urbanization and acceleration uh, accelerates the pace of the infections. A record of more than four million. Million cases have been reported throughout the Americas and the Caribbean so far this year, surpassing a previous record in 2019 with officials from the Bahamas of Brazil warning of crowded clinics and new infections daily. More than 2,000 deaths in the region have been reported. Now, it's interesting on this, Greg, because this is so wild. When this article came out, uh, I had just, was when was it, yesterday? Somebody came to me and said they'd had this, this dengue fever or dengue fever four times. Mm. They were from another country. And again, they'd had it four times, and so I was like, wow, that just came up. And then see this article here, uh, that was interesting you know, uh, about that. But either way, where does this come in? Well, the Bible says in the last days, we're going to see more and more pestilence and plagues. Um, so again, uh, when that happens, then you know that we can expect things like dengue fever, or however you say this, other kinds of new fevers or whatever popping onto the scene. And uh, I just popped up these one of these. They're supposed to tell me how to pronounce it, and they're making me watch some dumb car commercial. So I can't tell you guys until they're done with the car commercial. I'm trying to stall here, but if you just type in uh, dengue or dengue pronunciation, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Hold on. Come on. Here we go. Come on. Oh, come no. on, come on, come on. I need to teach you how to Google I, I that know, stuff. I know. Okay. Dengue. Dengue. Okay. Dengue. Okay, dengue. Dengue. Dengue fever. Okay. All right, now we know, and we had, like, I think Lurch telling us how to I say think, it. Those of you going to hear heard Lurch. Yes. It's dengue. Dengue. <laughs> dengue. Okay, so, all right, well, that's, you know, that's free extra stuff, entertainment for yes. our listeners. Yes. That's why they love us and why we love them. Yes. Fox right. News, December 13th. Here's two words that I never thought I would put together in the same sentence. Okay. Iceland and volcano. There you go. 
But an Iceland volcano has erupted after weeks of increased seismic activity. Yeah. I did had no idea that there were even volcanoes on Iceland. Yeah, and there are. Again, southwest portion of Iceland erupted on Monday after weeks of increased intense seismic activity, according to the Ice, uh, Icelandic Meteorological Office. In a post on X, the uh, Icelandic Met Office said that the eruption started about 10.17 local time after an earthquake swarm. It began an hour and 15 minutes prior. The volcano, again, is located in a fishing town of Grindavik, which has a population of less than 4,000 people. So, again, why would we say that? Because it links into the next article. Greg, go ahead, and that is... And another one from NBC News, yes. dated December 13th, an earthquake kills 127 people in northwestern China. Yeah, again, a strong earthquake and series of aftershocks have struck the mountains of northwest China, The ma- again, killing 127. The magnitude 6.2 earthquake in Gansu province before midnight local time Monday also jolted the neighboring province of Ginghai. Now, this is interesting. Again, it says it lasted for about 20 seconds. That's a long time. Um, How long? Did you 20 say seconds, 20 seconds? 20 seconds. I mean, for earthquake, that's a long time. But listen to this. This is what got my attention. And I quote uh, uh, Wang Ji, a student there from uh, uh, Lanskow University. The earthquake was too intense. Now, remember, he says, my legs are weak, especially when we ran downstairs. Um, the, the bottom line is, remember, okay, volcanoes and earthquakes, they're linked together because of disturbances in the earth. The Bible says in the last days, the earth will be groaning. For the return of the Lord, so you're going to see more and more of these birth pangs and the groaning for the Lord, and you're going to see them getting worse and worse. And the fact that he pointed this was so intense, it freaked me out. You're going to see greater and greater volcanoes, greater and greater intensity in earthquakes, and they're all linked together, a part of the earth's groaning in the last days. Hey, I know it's bad, but it's a good sign that we're getting closer to the return of the Lord because he said that's what's going to happen. So very, very interesting. Uh, Sad it happened, but encouraging in the sense of the timetable of the Lord's return. You know, a lot of times they'll they'll dissect something or they'll give you this imagery that where something's cut in half so you can see the insides of things right. and how things are put together. I would be very interested that once we get to heaven, because that's the only way we're ever going to know, um, really truly, how God has put the earth together Yeah, where um, all of the linkage to all of the volcanoes around the world coming from the magma or molten, whatever, yeah, from the center yeah, of the earth, yeah. and then all the fault lines connected to that where the earthquakes get created and yeah. and, and, and how it's it's almost like, you know, a, a stage that's been created that has drop floors and different things and levers and curtains that rise and lower. The earth is kind of constructed in that way that we see God, you know, how creation plays itself out prophetically and just by God's design. Yeah. It'd just be really interesting to see how God designed the earth to work together in the ways that we see. Well, no, you're right. And Greg, it's interesting. Let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah. Because in the center of the earth, we have all these molten metals that are there. And again, that's how we, it, it's part of the gravitational balance of balance, the world. Yes. And it's how we set up our GPSs and all that kind of stuff. It's connected to, yeah, you have the satellite in the sky, but it, it connects to the, to the, the, uh, uh, polarity of the earth, the way the earth is, the gravitation and all that from the metals that are in it. All this works together. Yeah. Well, recently those metals in the earth have been moving around. At a, at a greater measure. Now, I don't know if this is new. I don't know enough about scientific history here, so I'm sure. not going to say. All I know is they're moving around within the Earth in larger portions, and what's happening is it's changing GPS coordinate settings. Mm. They had to go back a few years ago and reposition the, the coordinate settings on the satellites because if you did your GPS for flying, it wouldn't take you to your destination. It start, That's scary. Yeah, it, it changes the GPS settings of direction or where it goes. So this is a big deal, and these are all moving around inside the Earth. I think as the Earth groans, 
Yes. You're going to see more of this kind of transition stuff coming around the Earth, and the hotter areas may be causing volcanoes, causing earthquakes. But get this, Greg. And let's mm. kind of go on a side yeah. note here. Yeah. I think we have time, yeah. so I'm going to do it. We do, yeah. Well, the, the government's been releasing these films of these metal orbs that they're seeing flying around the Earth. And, of course, the alien enthusiasts are going crazy saying yes. these are alien. And, and the government's releasing, saying here they yeah. are. And they show these, um, you know, the, the, the F-15s, you know, uh, flying. You know, Look at that thing. Look at it going. They're right above the ocean. And they've watched them go in the ocean and all these kind of things. I'm sure you've seen some of those. Yeah. And, our, and I'm sure our listeners have. Um, of course, the UFO people are saying that proves there's UFOs and we have visitors. And they, they're sending orbs down to see what's going on or this kind of thing. Um What's interesting about that is, is it didn't, and I've not heard anybody say this, but a lot of, and I have heard this, a lot of people believe it's just advanced technology that we have that the government's not telling us. And you wonder, what about the propulsion? Why is it quiet? Because they don't make any sound. They're super fast. I think just, boom, they can leave anything behind. You remember you take magnets and you put them away from each other and the way they kind of, without any sound, have a power and a polarity where they can move around? Yes. You wonder, I wonder, mm. if our government has not figured out a way to take the magnetism of the Earth, this molten, and actually have these things hover above the Earth, and you can move them as rapidly as you want to around the Earth without any kind of propulsion system or noise, because it would be working off that whole magnet system, and you wonder if that's what's going on, and now people have seen it, and they're coming out going, oh, it's aliens, it's aliens, when really... It may just be a super technology that is pretty cool uh, about how to use our magnetism of the Earth to transport. And, you know, if you really got good at it, you could probably build a vessel with people in it that you could transport by the polarity really fast from place to place and actually use it and direct it with no propulsion system, no gas, no anything. You could probably even do it with cars. Hey, remember the little cars when we were kids and the magnets? So you could drive them all around the track yes. or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, it, uh, you know, I, some of this stuff... You wonder, that could be an amazing gasless technology, any kind of technology, and it may be that our government already has it, and they're just kind of playing games. They got caught. We're seeing it, and everybody's going, aliens, aliens. Well, it may not be aliens. It may simply be um, you know, our military and some of the stuff. But I find that interesting in a lot of the magnetism of the Earth. I never thought about that because that could work. I think theoretically that could work, and I'm sure they're all over that. I'm not saying I'm right, but I, yeah. I wonder. I wonder. Interesting things to ponder. Yes, interesting things to ponder. But, you know, I... Do know that I've noticed that you have a magnetic personality. Oh, come on. So, yeah. I guess it depends on how you're facing me, whether I push you away or draw you in. <laughs> you can be just, you're very magnetic, but your magnet's backwards. Yes. Turn around. You're pushing everybody away. Uh, uh, let me tell you who's pushing people away <laughs> is our friend Pope Francis. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is from foxnews.com, dated December 18th. Yeah. Pope Francis allows priests to bless same-sex couples. Yes, Greg, this is huge, though, in a number of ways. First of all, we recognize the immorality of it and how, and how just really an abomination this is. But there's more to it. Roman Catholic Church maintains the position that marriage is a lifelong sacrament. Now, notice this. They're saying we still believe that, that marriage between a man and a woman is a, is a holy sacrament. But as long as they don't get married. Look at what he says. Yes. Same-sex couples can now be blessed. By Catholic priest, not married. I know, but what, I guess what does that mean? Okay, but, but this is where it gets interesting. Okay. Following a formal approval from the Pope, a new document explaining the change in Vatican policy was released Monday saying that the people seeking God's love and mercy shouldn't be subject to an exhaustive moral analysis to receive it, the Associated Recess, uh, uh, Press reported. Francis sent a letter to two conservative cardinals in October uh, suggesting that such blessings could be offered under some circumstances if those receiving the blessing did Notice this, if they did not confuse the ritual with the sacrament of marriage. The church stands firm. Now look, at, look. first of all, they're laying all their morals down. 
Now they make a statement to make it sound like they're doing the right thing. The church stands firm in its stance that marriage is a lifelong sacrament between a man and a woman, and that blessings should not be given at the same time as a civil union using set rituals or even other actions of clothing related to weddings. However, clothing related to weddings. Yeah, if they're wearing can't let them wear wedding dresses, it can't oh, look like a wedding. Gotcha. But as long as okay. as long as it doesn't look like a wedding. And whatever, then your your priest can bless your union of a man, a man, a woman, a woman. It is so hypocritical. But Greg, listen. Oh my word. But now let's go outside of just the blasphemy and the, yeah, the immorality sure. and yeah. the insult to God. This is again. Remember, it says in and we've been talking about this. I've been saying, watch for this to happen in First Timothy four three. It says, in the last days, they'll be forbidding to eat certain things and forbidding to marry. Now we start watching the forbidding to eat meat. Yes, it's happening. The, the, yes. Everybody at all levels, the World Economic Forum, the UN, uh, we need to stop eating meat. And what Prince we Charles need to start came eating out. bugs? Yeah, Prince Charles came out. Don't eat meat anymore. You know, whatever. Now we're going to do this: eat bugs or whatever. And so now we're seeing that happen. And I kept saying, I've been wondering when is it going to be get, be done away with marriage? I believe this is the beginning of doing away with marriage in certain circles. And what I mean by that is, what here's here, here's think about how this will progress. If you get the blessing, but you can't be married, then the, the logical thing is, well, let's just forget marriage. Just marriage shouldn't need to be a part of it. Let's just all get blessings. And now marriage no longer exists. I believe this is the beginning of the fulfillment, fulfillment of 1 Timothy 4.3, where it says in the last days, they'll be forbidding to marry. Because you'll say, you know what? We're, we're not even going to let people get married now in our area. We're just going to let blessings take place. And they can have their, you know, their love and whatever. And, and this, and they, and they have their tax breaks or whatever, but they're not getting married. And we're just doing away with marriage altogether. See, we're not there yet. But you watch. I believe right. this is the headwind of the removal of marriage, at least in some areas, and maybe, maybe eventually the removal of marriage in the Catholic Church. It may be six months, a year down the road. We've now reconsidered this, and we, we don't believe anymore that marriage needs to be that sacred right. Matter of fact, or, or, or we do believe it is, but we're just going to do away with marriage because that way we're not breaching anything that, that breaches our conscience or what we believe, but we can bless these relationships. This is the beginning, I believe, of further of heading right into First Timothy four three. Now we'll watch and see if it is, but I believe we're seeing the headwinds of First Timothy beginning to happen right now through what the Pope did the other day. So, when do you think that the government is going to uh, begin to outlaw pest control companies because they're uh, threatening our food supply? Yeah, that could be pretty tough. I, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I, I don't know. That's going to be a, a, a big deal. I mean, I think that that's probably going to pass through, Greg. That's probably going to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it bugs me as well. <laughs> now that it's a dad joke. A a dad joke. It that was, was, it was a fantastic. Funny. Yes, it, it was. was funny. Oh, actually, let me. You and I think let, it's funny. Nobody else is laughing. I, Nobody. I was laughing. Okay. Then that's all that matters to me, Greg. I, you listen, all that matters to me and is all if that you matters laugh at to my me jokes. is that you laugh at my jokes. <laughs> so we. What an intimate moment. What, what is, is that <laughs> intimate moment here on live on air? <laughs> you know. Oh, let's get some good news. Yes. All right, this is from ChristianHeadlines.com, dated December 14th. Vietnam experiences a spiritual growth following a Graham-led evangelistic outreach in that country. Yeah, this is... How wonderful. It really is. Uh, Again, you know, you guys know in Vietnam, um, interestingly enough, Christianity is outlawed. So I wonder how they got away with doing this. Well, what's funny is I didn't learn until this article, but the government allows Christmas and Easter for them to do things like this. I guess oh. for the people that are, it's outlawed, but if you're, maybe if you're already a Christian or something, I don't know. But again, they let him do this. This is God moving. We talked That's about God's God the last move. days, yes. and God's going to be getting the message to everyone you know that, that he can. But listen to what it says. In March of this year, Graham held an open-air event called Spring Love Festival in Ho Chi Minh City. 
after Vietnamese government officials permitted him to do so. Again, this is God. Previously, the event was only permitted around Easter or Christmas time. So there's your answer to that. There you go. The evangelistic event saw more than 42,000 people in attendance, so a lot of seeds planted. Mm Mm-hmm. And Pastor Luke translated Graham's message on the gospel to non-believers in his own uh, in his own country. And I quote: After two days of evangelism, there have been about forty five hundred people who opened their hearts to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He noted. Now, what's interesting about this? I've been to Vietnam. I got to go there and, and do some ministry there. And what's interesting, interesting about this is what do these people do now. Like the government knows, uh, you know, the people that came forward. I, and it's it's not like there's not a real strong fist over there. I was there, Greg, and they have the underground church. There's not a real strong fist that's chasing people down. They make it illegal. You have to have underground church, do it in your houses, but they don't necessarily go out looking for you. Now, if, if neighbors turn you in or you do something you know, out in the open, you may be in trouble. This was out in the open. They gave their life to the Lord. I just wonder about this, um, You know how this is going to work, but praise the Lord, because I think you're going to see more of these type of events taking place where uh, places where the gospel can't normally go in is going to get in and or God will send you know, dreams and visions like he does among the Muslims. But, uh, you know, I, I I don't know. Is it relationship built from a long time ago as far as this goes with, with uh, the Graham organization? But either way, it's great news. And I, I just I applaud uh, Franklin Graham for going to these places and doing this. Who knows? It may be through Operation Christmas Child. He developed relationships. Whatever. Ooh, however, the door was open. That's a good point. Yeah. However, the door was open. The door was open. But I think you're going to see now as we head toward the last days, uh, right before the Lord's return, I think we're going to see more and more of these doors opening in places that it normally wouldn't be open in. And I think that's why you see even this new move of God's spirit among the nation of Israel and the Jewish people. It's the same thing. God mm-hmm. is moving to bring as many people into the kingdom uh, as he can you know, beforehand. And, of course, the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association has been used uh, for many years to do just that. Well, I was going to say Operation Shoebox is a great example of uh, biblical truth that yeah. says it's his, kind, it's our, it's his kindness yeah. that leads us to repentance. Yeah. And so, you know, when, when Operation Shoebox displays the kind of kindness they do in these countries, yeah. I wonder if that doesn't soften the hearts of those. Yeah. For God to now come in and, and move the way He does. Anyway, just a thought. Yeah, and, and again, it might be because you know, again, they they now have that that new you know the 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 new cracker that they have the Billy Graham they have the um the Graham cracker the, yeah they have the, the Billy Graham it's 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 in the shape of a praying is it called the spiritual cracker? Are you serious? No, I'm oh, okay. Because <laughs> I never. <laughs> I never know. No. Anyway. All right. Well, with the time we've got left, anything happening this weekend? Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, we didn't start the program out that way. We should have. Merry Christmas to everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas season. I know that it's been really weird the last few years. It's been a lot of pressure, a lot of weight, a lot of weirdness because all that happened with all the... the, um, uh, You know, the COVID stuff and all that. But it's so great now just to see, again, uh, at least for the moment... Uh, you can celebrate and enjoy your family, and I and I encourage everybody to do that. Enjoy the the celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. What it means for God coming into the world to live for us, to die for us, and again, just enjoy your families. But don't forget what it's about, Greg. I drove by a yard today that had just all these Christmas decor. Well, they had all these decorations all over there, just massive decorations. And I stopped to look; there was not one thing to do with Christmas in their yard. Mm. It was all like Santa and it, it, reindeer. Yes, and, yes, yeah. and elves and and different and yeah. Disney things. It was. It had nothing to do with Jesus at all. It was all decorated up, but had nothing to do with Jesus. Don't let that happen to you. This is about Jesus. I know you know that, but this is when we recognize that Jesus came into the world to be a man to live for us. But remember, he also came to die for us. And to that fulfill is he, the law. He went to the cross. He paid for our sins by his blood. And anyone that will simply say, yes, Jesus, I believe you died for me on the cross. Please forgive me of my sins. 
Uh, if you receive him as Lord, the Bible says you'll be forgiven of your sins and you have your place in heaven forever. That's really what this is about. So let's celebrate. Enjoy the lights. Enjoy the family. Enjoy the meals. Enjoy the fun. Enjoy the desserts. You know, and, and join the gym afterwards. But either way, <laughs> either way, realize it's all because of Jesus. That's why we celebrate. And that's why um, that's the hope of mankind. And boy, do we need that hope more than ever. If you're feeling hopeless right now, and a lot of people do at Christmas, I want you to look to Jesus. Tell him right now you feel hopeless. Cry out to him and ask him to make himself real to you, to make himself known to you. Tell him you believe that he died for you. Receive him as Lord. And the Bible says you'll meet him and be born again. And if you're struggling to believe, tell him, Mm. I'm struggling to believe. Show me so that I can believe. He is faithful to do that. And what a great Christmas present it would be to you and to the Lord for you to receive him as Lord and Savior and to be married to him, if you will, forever and ever in the coming kingdom. So receive the Lord even now. I encourage you. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Mark. Hopefully you are all celebrating the hope and the birth of Jesus this weekend, wherever you're at. And you will join us again next Friday at 1.30 as we continue to discuss and learn the things happening in our world today are pointing to God's word as signs of the times. Oh.